0: Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you all had a fantastic weekend. I got to enjoy training with some of my friends, one of my ranger buddies all weekend in vehicle tactics and had a really good time. Really uh, starting to understand a little bit more is with team drills and team tactics and why I encourage a lot of people, and I was showing people some videos and stuff of why it's so important that you learn and you understand how to operate and handle and defend with a firearm. You know, a lot of people, you talk to them, they may be avid hunters, They're probably pretty accurate. You know, in a tree stand, you know, 100 meters out, 200 meters out, pretty doggone clean shot. But actually learning how to operate and move and also muzzle awareness around other people in a team is enormously important, especially as situations become more tense as scenario develops. And, I mean, it's very clear, I think abundantly clear now to everyone, that there's a lot of (laughs) – Chaos that's ensuing all across the country. Some of these democratic cities are literally turning into almost war zones. I was reading some of the headlines earlier in Chicago again, in and L.A. And some of these videos—it's the same thing. I mean, we know this. You start defunding the police, and all of a sudden, crime goes up. It's pretty easy, easy thing to figure out. It's not difficult, but yet they keep doing it. The leftists keep doing it and telling everyone that oh, this is normal. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to be excited about. Because remember, their motto pretty much is out of chaos, new world order. And this is what they're trying to promote. And that's why it's so important that not only do we stay prepared, we also speak it out. You know, that's why they're doing everything they can to try to silence our voices, to try to prevent people from saying anything. And that's why we have to yell the truth louder than the lies. I saw an article earlier here from a lady over in uh, St. Pete, St. Pete, Florida. There's a video they recorded, I guess, the hospital kind of off the cuff. She's in scrubs. Her name was Dr. Kimberly Biss, and she is a MD, OB, GYN, and she's at the hospital, and they recorded for about 30 seconds. It was posted on Twitter, and she says without a doubt that there's been an enormous rise in infertility and miscarriages since the COVID shot. She's been in practice, I think she said, for like 20 years, and she said since the shots been rolling out, she's seen at least a 50% increase in miscarriages and a 50% increase in infertility and at least a 25% increase in cervical cancers at her practice in St. Pete. Um, This is a problem, and the issue that's arising with it is that we're still being told this whole thing is to keep people safe, the White House – the <laughs> Secretary of Health and Human Services, Xavier Becerra, if you just saw this, end of last week, they have now renewed the COVID disease 2019 pandemic emergency order. Again, like I said, they have to extend it every like three months now, and they're literally extending it again. So this is an emergency order, and this answers my question that I brought up last week. I said, how long can the FDA keep producing or approving products for emergency use. I told you guys, that. I mean, Steve, I this conversation. I said, they just, everything gets an emergency use stamp right now. If it has the name COVID in it, I said, obviously this can't go on forever. They're releasing untested drugs is what they are. They're RNA gene therapy drugs on people. And they haven't even tested them on people until they are out in the market, which breaks violation of ethics as far as scientific ethics. So far vast, I can't even understand how this is happening, but it is. And so that answers my question. This emergency order, the renewal of this emergency health, this health emergency, it is going to keep getting extended, even though there is no health emergency whatsoever. They keep extending it and extending it. As long as this is extended, which you can pretty much go with as long as they want to keep extending it, the FDA has full ability to continue to write drugs under emergency use approval with zero human testing. Now, at the same time, we have on the bears shot reporting – we've have another thousand new severe injury cases including seven more deaths on the updated Fairs report of just this new bivalent shot so far the shots only been out for six weeks there's now listed on here 26 people who have been reported dead from the shot and 3,232 with severe adverse events that's in six weeks on the shot it just rolled out there was never tested on humans now I've got to raise this question because I still have yet to get any legitimate answer from anybody in the science field because nobody nobody can answer this question. If everybody has seen this, you know, a can of soup or lettuce or some type of food, and there's a adverse events that get reported, you get more than a couple people start calling in food poisoning or salmonella, right? So all of a sudden they say these canned foods. Are maybe causing salmonella. There's multiple batches, but we've had like four people out in you know pick a state, you know out in California, that have gotten salmonella, salmonella poisoning from this. And this is where we're determining it's coming from is this batch and all these different lot numbers. It could be associated because it could have gotten you know exposed. Now the likelihood that all the cans in the batch are all going to be contaminated with salmonella is very rare, but what happens? The FDA comes in, or excuse me, the the, the um, USDA comes in, and they say you have to do a full recall on this food. Now, it may be millions and millions of dollars. We've seen that happen with meats and other things. Millions of dollars. Everything has to get pulled off the shelf immediately. Every single item has to get pulled off from the store, from the warehouse, everything. Everything has to be discarded and disposed of because, you know, we found out four people got salmonella. So now we have a shot that never got tested on humans and we already have the VARES report reporting 26 people are dead directly from this shot on the vares And yet, quiet, crickets, not a single person is bringing this up. <laughs> as far as in any media, in any health sector, nothing. But we're not in any type of aspect of emergency anymore, a real emergency. That's very clear. So we're just going to pretend like this isn't happening right now from this brand new shot as the bad, The previous shot was bad enough. Where are people going with this, guys? And this is why I've encouraged people as much as I can. Make sure you talk to people about this stuff and encourage people to do the right thing and stay healthy and stay strong. You know, I talked to my sister last night. She wanted like a, a friend date with a guy like for the first time they went out, went and got a tropical smoothie. And I, I was asking her some questions later on, texting her how it was. And I said, well, has he is he taking the shot and she goes, well, I don't know. I didn't ask him. I guess I need to ask him. I said, well, yeah, I said, doesn't have to be a weird question. Like you have to pry into it. All of a sudden out of nowhere, like, Hey, have you had your COVID vaccination RNA death shots? I'm like, don't worry like that. That comes across as weird. I a bit in general, casual conversation, you know, if you're talking about traveling somewhere and she's like, man, I'm so glad the, uh, this nonsense is stopped with the travel passports, you know, these COVID vaccines. I'm so glad I didn't, I didn't have to get that shot. Did did you have to get it? Did you get it? Let's see where it goes. I was at Lumen Arms, a gun shop down the street, new, new gun store that's opened up. Great guys down there. And I was talking to him. We were working with some gun stuff, going over some things and we're test firing some stuff. He's, he's got a whole array of machine gun rules. You can go down there. If you're ever in Auburn or Lakeland, be sure Winter Haven. check out Lumen Arms. Great place. Um, we were talking about everything that was kind of started to go on, and me and him, you know, started getting, you know, all into the whole thing with COVID. He's 100% as awake as I am. And uh, his wife was there telling me about how they had their last child on November 2020, as far as right in the middle of it, in the middle of all of it. And she said it was the stupidest thing in the world because she's in the hospital, literally in contractions, and they keep telling her she has to put a mask on. And they, like, hand her a mask and help her put it on. She takes it off. She's like, I'm literally in labor five, ten minutes out from having this baby, and they're still fighting with me about putting a mask on. And she was my – you know, and Mr. Lumen he about got kicked out. And it was so funny. She wouldn't take – she wouldn't wear the mask, so they said, okay, well, we have to do a PCR test on you before we can give you your baby back. No joke. you, said, you have to take a PCR test. So I have to do a rapid PCR test to hold my baby that just came out of me. That's wow, that's you know, we're we're making a whole lot of sense here guys. And they said it was one of the worst experiences they've ever had <laughs> and in the hospital. And they'd never gone back. And this is the point that I keep reminding people of. Do not forget and do not pretend like they didn't do what they just did to us for the last three years, and they're still doing this with these shots now and now proving this bivalent shot for five-year-olds, which is so far horrific, it's unfathomable to me. Don't pretend like this isn't happening. So I know A lot of people now, a lot of stuff has kind of calmed down. The normalcy bias has kind of kicked back in, and people don't want to think about the pain that ensued and everything they tried to do to us for the last couple of years. Don't forget about it because I promise you it's not over. They're going to continue to try to push their little narrative again. They just have to get everything to calm down and focus on something else for a while, hence why they had to have Putin, the new boogeyman. Remember I told you guys that the joke I joked about it repeatedly on this show, how Putin cured the world of COVID? You guys remember that? I'm just on one of the shows. I went into a whole detail on it. So remember, up until the invasion of Ukraine, COVID was pretty much top headline news every single day. Every single day in the media, COVID this year was in the news. Suddenly, Putin allegedly starts invading Ukraine, COVID disappears. I've done not a single fathom talk about it. Remember, it was right at the exact time that Pfizer had to start, was forced to start releasing 55,000 pages a month on the shot by that court order from that federal judge. Right then, literally that exact same week is when everything happened with Ukraine. Think about that for a second, guys, and you start realizing real quick how fast their narrative is falling apart, which means it's prudent for us right now. Very, very important that we continue to unravel their lies and expose them as best we possibly can. We thank you again for supporting us on this show and supporting healthmasters.com to continue to get out the truth and the highest quality supplements. I appreciate you guys so much. I got some emails over the weekend that I got to return. that I'm trying to respond back to. Be sure to check out all the different products we have on the website, including the Advanced Joint Therapeutic Kit. And also, too, I wanted to do a special because I got a lot of inventory coming in that's been in the pipeline for a while. And I'm trying to move stuff around to get room for stuff. And I put the two-pack of the organic food buckets. Now, this is the easiest, most effective way for us to ship them because they're shipped us on pallets in two buckets per box so we can save the most amount of money and we'll save you the most amount of money on top of that by shipping two at a time or just two together. And so I put those on sale for $100 off for that kit right now, which is massively, massively dropped the price down on it when you buy two of them together. And we're doing free shipping on it so I can move some inventory around and get some room in there. So be sure to check those out, the organic food buckets, over $100 off regular price when you buy two of them right now at healthmasters.com. And how are you doing this morning, Dad? I had a nice
1: long intro. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good introduction, Austin. And uh, man, a hundred dollars off on those food buckets—that's bringing that price way getting close to our cost on that. So you guys, uh, yeah, just go ahead and stock up because we don't know what's going to happen now. Oh, by the way, you guys have been great this weekend. I've got all kinds of letters that ask Dr. Ted B at, at yahoo dot com from Samari, from Pedro, from Sue, from Brian, you know, from Clay, from Linda, and uh, you know, and. and <laughs> and also from julie so guys thanks so much for continuing to contact me that's dr ted b at yahoo.com and that's that's a s k d r t e d b at yahoo.com and the other thing i've I've noticed too you know is and this is this is crazy because i've had all these people basically you know coming up and giving me advice and talking about what's going on in the world scene and what's happening as far as the, the world in itself and we've got so many people out there now that are really beginning to realize that they made a horrible 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 mistake getting vaccinated and uh, you know, I'm, I want to share this with you real quick. I, I, I ran into a lady who was right at the front desk, uh, her name's Katina, in a hotel up in uh, in Georgia this weekend when I was to the Florida State game. And what was interesting about this is, you know, they had gotten vaccinated and they regretted having done that. And then you start to realize that, you know, a lot of people now are in the same thing. We're having vax regrets from people all over the country. And they're, they're realizing they made a mistake and a lot of them are getting scared now, last week, we talked in depth about what you need to take as far as from a vaccine standpoint, as far as if you had the clot shot, and we talked about you know taking the HGH Stimulate, about the vitamin E, about the C, about the D. Uh, we also talked about the N-acetylcysteine, and we had the whole show on that giving you suggestions on that. If you've got any questions as far as the dosing on that, just give Steve a call at the office at 800 It's very important that you understand there are certain things you need to be taking on a regular basis. Even if you're only taking like one of these capsules a day, You know, I know that probably isn't high enough for a dosing standpoint, but I know a lot of people have budgets and constraints they have with budgets they're being careful with. But, guys, the most important thing here is that I don't want you walking in fear. I don't want you walking in in, in concern about what's happened or what you've done. Chances are, I'm going to be honest with you here, if you've had this vaccine, you know, a year ago, year and a half ago, whatever it's been now as far as they're giving out this clot shot, and you're okay at this point. That unless they have some type of nanoparticle release, uh, you're going to be okay from a health standpoint. A lot of the people who had took these vaccines, remember, they took placebos. And so, if I had if I had taken a vaccine, which I have not, nor will I ever, you know, I would just be hoping and praying and believing that I had taken the placebo if I was still okay at this point. However, a lot of people they didn't get the placebo or they, or the extra vaccines and the extra boosters have gotten them sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker, and sicker again. So, just very very important we understand that. And and, and realize, you know, it's easy to be harsh and say those who got jabs must deal with their mistakes on their own. You know, but I've learned over hundreds of people sending me emails now that a lot of people couldn't go to work. They couldn't go to school without the jabs. Their kids couldn't play sports without the jabs. They couldn't travel to see family or friends without the jabs. And so there are a lot lot of reasons that people got the shots. And it just happens to be a mistake that they made. And now they're not really sure what they needed to do with it and how to fix it. So it's important that we have patience with the people that have done this and just tell them the truth and just share with them what's happening and allow them to know that you know, we're here to support them and do what we can for them because you know, these, the people right now, the powers that be, the Kabbalist Luciferian network that runs the country and runs the international banking cartels and runs the media, they're continuing to push boosters and new shots and they're doing it much, much more aggressively. Like Austin said a few minutes ago, they're extending the emergency use authorization. I mean, what the heck for? And I'm not saying that this COVID stuff isn't real because it's very, 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 very real. I mean, we had a bunch of people that have gotten very sick from it. I've had COVID several times. But if you've got a strong immune system and you're eating clean, you're staying off the sugar, et cetera, you know, I've had a couple of times now. It, you know, it, don't get me wrong. It was a nuisance and lost my sense of smell a little bit more than I already lost it years ago. And all these things happen, but you can continue just to mitigate the problems by, by just taking the right supplements and eating clean and using ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine if you've got a physician to give you a prescription for that. And all of this stuff we understand now – it's all part of this bioweapon release they had, <clears throat> but these, these, the, the vaccine <clears throat> boosters are being pushed so aggressively that they're trying more and more and more to get people jabbed for the first time, and, and, you know, and, and realize they understand that if the masses continue to wake up, these powers are going to get more and more pushy with what they're doing and more and more, how should I say, uh, you know, f- to a point of wanting to force these vaccinations, you know, right now it took a while, but you know there are billions of people now that they've basically been having all kinds of healthy. You know, they're having there are billions of people now. that are having all kinds of health problems because of these shots. But the reality is, there's also billions of people that are not having these problems right now. So just continue to believe God and stand in in the gap for the people that you know that have been vaccinated. and Understand that you know that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. He hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love. And a sound mind and if we understand that it makes more sense but we also need to realize too this you know in paul's in, in ephesians paul talks about you know waking us oh sleeper from the sleep you know you know you guys have read that sleep that verse before and, and so we need to understand this you know it says ephesians 5 13 through 14 but when anything is exposed by the light which is what we're doing right now with this show it becomes visible, for anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. And a lot of the people feel this, this deals with Christians that are asleep and basically not really aware of the power that they have through the Holy Spirit and not aware of what they need to be doing as Christians. In other words, they're walking in a carnal life or a secular life, and they don't realize the blood covenant that was established for them through Jesus you know, at the cross. And so they, they live their lives kind of like in a daze, and they never wake up. And this has to do a lot with the, with the Christian churches now, that the pastors are out there openly still promoting vaccines. And, and you stop and you step back from that. And you go, why can't they read? Why can't they just be quiet about this topic? Why do they have to go in and continually push a narrative that basically is not good? Why do they have to continually tell their, 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 their congregation to get themselves injected? I mean, why is that? Why are the deacons and the elders doing it? Is it because of just ignorance? Is it because, or is it because of mass compliance? Or is it because of misinterpretation, misinterpretation of Romans as far as you know, obeying the government? You know, I got a newsflash for you here. You know, when these, when the government's coming out and pushing transgender stuff, when the government's coming out and pushing abortion, when the government's government's coming out and pushing everything that's an antithesis and completely opposite to the Word of God, you don't have to obey that as a Christian. You don't have to go out and have abortions or promote abortions or promote transgenderism and promote the mutilation of children. This is like Baal and Moloch and Asher worship in the Old Testament when they pass their children to the fire. Why in the world would Christians go in and say you have to obey everything a godless government is saying when the Bible takes precedence over what these people are saying? And that brings me to another topic. I was talking to Julian and to Teresa this weekend and a bunch of other people that are on the email list and who are contacting me through ask dr ted b and what was interesting they started I started talking about fractal timelines and this this always brings this is always an interesting conversation with me. Now, let me explain to you for the, for the new listeners what this means when you are sitting like i 'm sitting right here in my office, and you know there 's all kinds of things I could do i 'm sitting here doing a show with you right now I could put, I could could if I wanted to take my headset off and walk out the door and not finish the show. I could go jump in the swimming pool. Heck, I could go jump in the lake. I could do all kinds of things. I mean, there's a thousand different possibilities in a fractal timeline that I could do right now. And I'm choosing to sit here and do a show with Austin live on the air. That's the fractal timeline. It's like a kaleidoscope of possibilities and choices that we have as we walk through this life. That's why I always pray that God's directs my footsteps. The Bible says my footsteps are ordered by the Lord. And when we do that, and we basically have, our, uh, have the ability through the Holy Spirit to be led through our footsteps and be led by the Holy Spirit, I call that our fractal timeline. In other words, all the possibilities and all the possibility choices that we have. Now, here's the thing that I find interesting with fractal timelines. You know, uh, years and years and years ago, you know, when I you – know, gosh, it was 40 years ago, 38 years ago now – you know, when I was, I found myself single. I'd gone through a bad marriage and and, and basically found myself single after a three year marriage. And I was sitting at the home, my home in in Tallahassee, and I was praying as I always have done since I became saved, and even as a young child, I prayed a lot. And I started, you know, asking God to direct my God my footsteps. And now, when you do that, you're asking Him to direct your fractal timeline because see, God knows. Make it simple here. He knows where you are right now, and He knows. What's going to happen to you in your entire life? Because he's on the present. He sees it. So he's trying to tell you, okay, turn right, turn left, turn left, turn right, turn right, turn left through the Holy Spirit. That's why sometimes you'll want to go do something. And you get a leading from the Holy Spirit, a still, small voice that says, no, you don't need to do that. No, you don't need to go there. No, you don't need to do this. Now, here's what I always tell people when they're being led by the Holy Spirit. And we talked about this last week. We talked about you know, the different spirits and deceiving spirits. You've got to know what the Bible says as far as what the do's and don'ts are in the Word of God. In other words, if somebody says to you, you need to go talk to someone so-and-so, and you know that person's a bad person, and that person's doing drugs or whatever, you got to, it, it, that, that's probably not the Holy Spirit saying that to you. Because remember, the Bible says that bad company will corrupt good character. So you always have to be led by the Holy Spirit, making sure you understand that you are being led by the Holy Spirit through your life and through your pathway and through your footsteps or through your fractal timeline. Now, does that mean that everything that happens to us on our fractal timeline and God wants us to be involved in? No, it didn't mean that at all because there are different people who could just randomly show up that may or may not be there for a reason that may or may not be good or bad. That's what it is by being led by the Holy Spirit. If if you meet somebody and you talk to them and they seem to be okay, uh, Okay, we say, well, maybe I should talk to them or become a friend. Well, okay, that's all right. Now, if that becomes more than that, you probably need to go in, and this is going to sound kind of weird to you guys. You probably need to run a background check, and you need to find out who that person is and what they've been involved with in their entire life. And I'm speaking especially now to people that are older who are being preyed on by people that are basically bad people. You know, I, I know years ago I had a uh, you know a, a friend of mine, a family member who was being basically uh, extorted for money by one of their children. I'm not gonna mention any names here. And that child basically had come in and taken a whole bunch of money from this parent. And finally, the parent called me up and said, what's going on with all this? Why is this happening? I'm like, well, you need to go check to make sure this kid of yours is not using drugs. And they said, oh, he would never use drugs. And I'm like, yeah, he's probably using drugs. And they said, no, he would never do that. I said, yeah, he's probably doing that. And he had come up with a whole bunch of lies that he told his father to get his father to continue giving him money. But what ended, what ended up happening, it had bankrupted the father, and the father was in tears. And so finally, this kid ends up moving back in with the father, which is okay because at least the kid wasn't you know living on the street. But the kid ended up a few months later dying of a heroin overdose. And upon the autopsy, it was found that this kid basically had needle marks and track marks all over his body, had been a 20-year heroin addict. And the father to that day still would not accept the fact that the child had been a heroin addict and didn't believe the autopsy results. I'm not joking about this, guys. It's just happened in my own family. And the problem with all of this is, is that when you stop and you look at that, you ask yourself, well, what if his father had done a background check? What if his father had required a blood test before he gave that child any more money? What if his father had found out who the kid was hanging out with or done a verification of employment? And there are all kinds of things. So when you're being led by the Holy Spirit, there's nothing wrong with checking somebody out. Find out what their beacon score is. Find out who they are. Find out if they've had 15 ex-wives and 15 ex-husbands and <laughs> all the other stuff, or five of the husbands died mysteriously, or five of the wives died mysteriously. It's really important when you bring people into your life and you're walking and being led by the Holy Spirit that you, that you verify. And I'm just saying this from a personal standpoint and from a professional standpoint now. There are a lot of people out there who claim to be stuff that they are not. So be very, very careful as you walk through your life, being led by the Holy Spirit, and realize that there are people that God will put in your path that you can witness to. But that doesn't mean they're supposed to be your best friend. There are people God can put in your life that basically you can witness to, but that doesn't mean you should develop a relationship with them. That's important for everybody to understand that right now. But that also doesn't mean that every time somebody meets you or talks to you, that you should run away and hide and say, I don't want to talk to you. You're a stranger. You run off and hide. Don't do that either. Because – As we are led by the Holy Spirit, we've got to trust the Holy Spirit to lead us in the way that he wants us to go. But again, I'm going to say it again. You have to verify. If that man had gone in and verified what his son was doing, if that man had gone in before he gave any more money to that that boy, that son, and verified that he basically had a blood test, that he wasn't on opiates or on heroin or on some other type of drug or on alcohol or basically an alcoholic drug addict, at that point, that father would have been able to save that money and probably give the kid some real help. So when you're being led by the Holy spirit, you know, a lot of times you just have to just stop and wait. And that's, what's really, really important. But then again, you can't just stop and not do anything. The Bible says the kingdom of God has been advancing since the beginning of time and the, and the righteous take it by force. We've got to realize that we have to be about our father's business. And many times it's not by happenstance, it's by direction of the Holy spirit, that our fractal timelines are directed. So when that happens, just be careful and step into a situation slowly. And someone says to you, you know, I want you to do this for me or that for me. Or a person says to you in business. This happens and happened to me many, many times in the last 41 years in business with health masters. Somebody will come in to me. Well, we have this opportunity for your company to do this, this, and this. Well, you find out this guy has been a specialist in using other people's money. <laughs> just telling you straight up, guys. And you find out that nobody in, that he's taken money from has ever gotten a return on their investment and they've all lost their principal. I've seen that too, been there. And that's why I always say before you go in and you do stuff, it's really best For you to verify what they're saying and get some testimonial letters. There you go, from people that they've actually helped. And have the name of the person on the testimonial letter and have that person who's written the testimonial letter have their phone number so you can call up and verify that they wrote the letter because I've seen fake letters too. Really, really, really important that you're careful as you walk through your life and you're led by the Holy Spirit You got it. It's like it's like that German plaque. Two principles of life that cannot be broken. Prayer and work. Pray as if it's all up to God. Work like it's all up to you. But verify, verify, verify the people that you get in contact with or who you talk to are who they say they are. Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story?
0: Absolutely. You're 100% accurate on that. There's no question whatsoever. There's nothing wrong with doing some homework. There's nothing at all. That's prudent. That's being diligent. That's being wise, looking at things that you're getting involved in, or people, or you know, money, and so forth. And yeah, I couldn't help but laugh. I know you were joking. I <laughs> said so you do a background check on somebody, and their last five spouses have suddenly, mysteriously, randomly died. You know, I'm like, <laughs> that's, a, that's a big red flag right there. Might want to stay away from that one. Probably not going to be uh, too prudent to a, a conducive, healthy future for you on that. But there's no doubt about it. So I've I've been in situations before where I've had people come to me and they want me to lend them money. And I'm always I try to be a very generous, fair person when I help people out and stuff. So I'm not adverse to helping people whatsoever. But my first question is, well, if you need money and you need a loan, why don't you – I mean they've had these crazy institutions, these really crazy institutions that have been around for a while. They're called banks, and I know it's a crazy concept, but you can actually go to the bank, and you can get a loan from a bank, and you can pay them interest on it, and then that way we're, our friendship and our relationship doesn't have to get involved with me loaning you money because the way I am with it, if I loan you money and I do a deal with you, that's our deal. No longer is that you know friends. That's just business, and stuff starts going sideways a lot of times because then people expect you to eat the note apparently. I've seen this happen. All of a sudden, no, well, it, you know, we're friends. You just, you just We're just friends, so I'm supposed to just give you money now, and you lie to me and tell me you're going to give it back to me, and you don't? So that's not being a friend. That's being a thief. Why am I supposed to be okay with that? Well, it's interesting. You'll find that a lot of times when people want to do that, they won't go to banks because the banks won't lend me any more money. Because they haven't been paying their bills. That's That's the reason why they have credit checks. Now, again, I understand you can't base somebody's entire life and their Christian beliefs and everything just off their credit check. There's a lot of people that have had issues with stuff and hospital bills and gotten ruined and some people filed bankruptcy. I get that at all. I completely understand that. But I am saying that if you are doing business with somebody or you're going in an investment with somebody – good idea to find out who they are and what they do in their background because a lot of times it can save you a really, really big headache in the future. I've personally seen it. Also, too, this is interesting enough. This whole thing never ends. I saw this with January 6th now. Apparently they're supposed to have some final ruling with this investigation with this giant clown show, and they're saying that Steve Bannon now should be sentenced to six months in prison with a $200,000 fine for his bad faith contempt of Congress. Justice Department wrote, uh, Bannon was found guilty by an unbelievably biased act jury on two counts of contempt of Congress for ignoring a subpoena from the January 6th Committee. I, I can't even make this up, guys. So he ignored a subpoena by this kangaroo, kangaroo court. Does this, this January 6th witch hunt investigation, which I mean, has no no basis in reality whatsoever. I mean, they're, they're literally coming in and trying to just manufacture random things out of thin air, and now they're saying because he ignored a subpoena from this J-6 committee, this kangaroo court they threw together, that now they basically want to charge him with bad faith contempt of court in Congress and to go to jail for six months and pay almost a quarter of a million-dollar fine. Kid you not. This is how far gone – some factions of our government are where we literally have the Bolshevik communists are in full operation in this country right now. I mean they're alive and well. This is what they did. This is how they always operate. They go against the opposition at any and all cost. They try to make an example out of them even when they've done nothing wrong at all. Like the thing I told you before. I've looked at numerous of these cases. There were some guys down here in Florida that have been arrested. They get basically gripped back up to D.C. and then they're held, you know, without bail. Well, at least without bail because they may, might be a flight risk because they got charged with trespassing on capital grounds. So you're being held with no bond. You can't get released from jail. No pretrial release because you're a flight risk because you trespassed on capital property. Normally that behavior would be a, not even an overnight stay in jail if you happen to get arrested for it. I'm not joking. You can look it up. I mean that's like sorry you're nosing around inside the Capitol building after hours and it was locked up. we got to take you to jail to find out what you're doing. You go to jail, it's like a revolving door. You walk in, you sign in, you get a court date, and you leave. That's literally how it is all the time. We're trespassing stuff. But suddenly it's enough to get the FBI to go all the way down to Florida, do a 4 a.m. raid on somebody's house with 40 FBI agents and drag them out of their bed to arrest them for trespassing on Capitol grounds. This is what they've done to the highest levels to try to show everybody that they are not going to go along with what needs to be done in a constitutional republic. While we are watching this happen, this whole January 6th debacle, this whole thing, we're now finding out that, you know, Black Lives Matter in 2020 made $80 million and didn't put a penny back into any communities at all. We watched and saw as over 140 cities that year were burned. I mean sometimes I mean, you see almost an entire city on fire burning down. Oh, that they're just – they're mostly peaceful protesters over there with Molotov cocktails and IEDs. They're mostly peaceful. You know, okay, that's fine. We're supposed to just pretend like that's okay behavior. It's not. It's never been okay behavior. It will never be okay behavior, and I'm not going to act like it was okay behavior no matter what they try to slap as far as the race argument on it because it had nothing to do with blacks, white, Hispanics, anything. It was all about an excuse for a front cover for the Bolshevik communists to do exactly what they did with another revolt and show everybody again from a psychological standpoint rules for thee but not for me. You're not allowed to operate your business because of COVID. You're not essential, so you're not allowed to do anything. You're not allowed to eat in this restaurant unless you have your COVID passport. But hey, if 5,000 people protest downtown and start burning buildings down, well, that's their right and they need to express themselves freely. The whole thing was designed to be hypocrisy at no limits on purpose. So just thought I would throw that out there. Also, to another news, this is interesting, is I just got this article in earlier. Uh, they're now saying, of course, this is, gonna, this is a big propaganda push to promote this new shot. They are now saying that a new sub-variant of the coronavirus called the XBB has now announced itself today in Singapore. They said new covid nine cases have more than doubled in a day in Singapore, the new XBB variant is, of course, even more contagious and more dangerous than any previous variant or subvariant. it says. It evades the antibodies in the body, potentially rendering a whole category of drugs ineffective. It's likely the most immune-invasive, poses problems for current treatments, goes on to say here. The good news is, though, the new bivalent vaccine boosters from Pfizer and Moderna seem to work just fine against XBB, even though the original vaccines are less effective against XBB. They won't prevent all infections and reinfections but they should significantly reduce the chance of severe infections leading to hospitalizations of death even with immune invasive variants these new vaccine protections protects against what matters most severe disease and this remains intact guys you can't write this stuff up any stupider i mean if, if people can't see through this now at this point i don't know what to tell them i told you guys either they're going to manufacture or Some type of new variant to release, or you're going to continually have these mutations of this virus, which happens when you continue to try to vaccinate your way out of infections. You can't do it. It doesn't work. It's never been done. It's always failed, and it's failing right now. And again, they're using this as an excuse now to push the new bivalent shot that has no human testing trials whatsoever, because you know why? Well, this one's the one that's going to protect you the most now. Can't, I mean, you can't even make this stuff up. guys. I don't even know what to say about it anymore except for the fact that it's we're watching this this clown show in front of us, and this is why I've continually encouraged people to maintain your health. And Dad made a comment earlier back on the last segment. He talked about helping and supporting and encouraging people even if they did get the shot and they're having health problems and they're trying to get better, and I, I, I couldn't agree with him anymore. You know, going around and being mean to people that maybe took a shot for their family or for their business and made a mistake, I, you know, obviously you can't be mean to those people. You got to be nice and be loving and try to help them get back on track if they're having health problems. And like Dad said, a lot of the people got the placebos. Now, what I do not have any tolerance for, and I do not act nice about it at all, is when people continue to get the shot and get sicker and sicker and sicker and then complain to me on why they're getting sicker, and then they go get their next shot the next week. And I'm like I'm, – I'm done talking to you. I'm literally – this conversation's over with. Quit calling me up, asking me what you can do to feel better because you feel so horrible all the time, and then you tell me you just got your 57th booster dose on the next week. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic with the numbers, but it's like, okay – you can't keep doing the same thing and expect different results that's the definition of insanity so suddenly we're having people that are getting the shot and getting another shot and getting another shot and getting sicker and sicker and sicker and suddenly they're just puzzled i mean just i mean completely and totally just bamboozled can't figure out why they're getting sicker every time they get the shot and i've told this to numerous people that i know with kids vaccines You see these children, they start having all these health problems. They're perfectly healthy babies. So healthy, incredibly healthy little baby, baby boy, baby girl. And they get their first round of shots. Then they start having ear problems. They start having lung problems. They start having severe coughing. They start having swelling of the lymphatic system. Adenoids swell up. All this stuff starts swelling up constant recurring your infections baby keeps getting sick of finally the immune system is able to do a little something that it can even though it's not developed at all and the body kind of starts getting through it and so it finally gets to that stage and all of a sudden what they do oh six months up you gotta get your six months shot now come on guys you gotta get your six months shot it's time to get shot and you're like well, my baby just got better from the last round of poison you injected him in oh no you, you understand it's, it's for his safety we're doing this for his health guys but their immune system isn't even developed until, you know, 18 to 24 months. I mean, why are we doing this? Oh, it's science. You don't trust science? Are you a science denier? No? Okay, then, get the shot. Here's seven more shots they need. Six months is always the number. That's when I've seen the, the most severe side effects from a lot of these kids when they start really going downhill fast. They get their six-month shots, and it's like the, the poor little bodies can't handle it. It just goes downhill from there. Boom! And it's not all. I've seen some babies get through it, some babies not. Some people, some children die. Some go full autistic. And I had a very, very close friend of mine had it happen to his son. The boy, boy was born super healthy and he basically got first round of shots, started having all these problems, got next round of shots, child started having severe development issues, basically started showing autistic signs. Adenoids were getting swollen, tonsils were getting swollen. Doctors wanted to go in and put tubes in his ear, put tubes in his ear, then they wanted to go in, remove his adenoids, remove his tonsils. This kid's like one year old. I'm not joking, like a year, year and a half old. One starts going and hacking stuff out. News flash, gummy doctor. The reason why the adenoids in the tonsils are swelling is because of an inflammatory response from all the injections you keep shooting into them. It's not real hard to figure out. You do a little bit of research, an inkling inkling of research, you start figuring it out. But these doctors, they're either so dumb or they're either so brainwashed or they're either so greedy and arrogant. It's only one of the three or all three. I guess you could put them all together. But when you find out that Blue Cross Blue Shield is incentivizing doctors to make sure they have a 99% vaccination or 100% vaccination compliance in their their pediatric facility – Start realizing, well, they got two, three, four hundred kids on the roster. They're getting sixty, eighty, ninety thousand dollar a year bonus from Blue Cross Blue Shield. Hey, that one, one or two kids that come in there that don't want to get the shot. Well, you got to drop them. You got to drop them. You can't be having kids coming in there not getting their shots. I need my bonus. I got, you know, I got my extra house payment, my other car payment, my jet ski payments. I got all this stuff I got to pay for. These kids got to stay shot up so I can pay for my stuff. And I know that sounds kind of harsh, but. Guys, that's what a lot of it is. So understand that sometimes, that a lot of times these doctors, and I'm just going to say this, not all the time, but some of these doctors do not have the best interest of your child in mind. They have their own best interest in mind of what they are trying to accomplish in their own lives, and your child is simply there as a, another number on the chart to make sure they keep getting their bonus. Again, not all doctors are like that, but I have personally watched doctors act like this with complete and total no sympathy whatsoever. No response whatsoever. These children getting unbelievably sick every time they come in, and they just say, "Oh, it's totally normal. It's totally normal. It just happens. They, you know, it's, it's totally normal. It's, it means the vaccine's working." His adenoids and his tonsils are swollen, and he's getting recurring ear infections. He's unbelievably sick, and he's going autistic. That's the vaccine working. Well, they're not lying to you guys. That is what the vaccine's designed to do, in my opinion. I have told you guys before, my immune system is unbelievably robust. You know, what I mean, shots. Mom and dad gave me when I was younger. It's a big fat goose egg. Zero. Only shot I got when I was, I got tetanus, or I got tetanus shot when I was 12, when I went to camp. Got sick from it for like three days. Never got any shots. Tonsils, adenoids, immune system is unbelievably strong. I rarely ever get sick, unless most of the times when I'm absolutely pushing myself in the ground and I'm not stopping. I'm go, 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 and I don't sleep. I'm constantly working. Then, then I've gotten sick and I push it too hard. But that's my own problem. <laughs> So, again, this is something to be aware of. So if you have friends, if you have family, the one thing that I can encourage you right now, this whole thing with this shot should be, if people are open, at least mildly open, it should be an open-door invitation for you to start talking to them about vaccination with their children and how you can help keep their children healthier and safer. Because I've said the same thing before, and this is one of the easiest things. Most parents, their biggest concerns about getting on – making sure the child's up-to-date on their shots – is so they can get into school. That's They've done this in the school, a great communist aspect to make sure these children are compliant. They have to get their shots to get into school. A lot of people don't even realize you can get religious exemptions in most states. Like, Florida's great about it. And so I tell people, I said, if you're concerned about your child's immune system and you're concerned about their health and you want to defer the shots but you want to make sure they can get into school – Why don't you just hold off for a couple of years at the very least and say, hey, we're going to reevaluate if we want to get our shots, you know, four or five years old when my child's going to be really actually more exposed to people. If I think that's what he needs to have, I still don't agree with it. I don't think it's a good idea. You make your own decision. But don't be so – don't feel like you're being pushed or rushed into something because Landa told me this the other day. She had a conversation with one of our other friends. She goes, as a mom, she goes, you have intuition you feel stuff you can see stuff happening you can have stuff that's going on and you know just you start feel it and she goes as a mom if you know something doesn't feel right if it doesn't seem right there's a high high probability it's not and we were talking to one of my friends, and she said, You know, she got her first daughter vaccinated before she knew any better. She goes, I had this horrible feeling in the pit of my stomach when I was in the pediatric office, and they come in with all these needles, and they keep shooting my child, and my baby's screaming at the top of her lungs when they get shot after shot after shot. And she goes, I'm sitting there just mad. My gut's messed up. I feel horrible. Like, I feel like I'm letting my child be experimented on. And I said, Because they are. I said it's not normal. You shouldn't be feeling like that. That is your motherly instinct doing what it's supposed to do because they are doing something to your child that is not good, it is not healthy, it is not safe, it is not affected, it's unbelievably bad. And I said, That's why you feel like that. God gave us that, especially moms, to have that intuition. You know, the other day, Lana was shopping. I think I told you guys on the show. She had Kindle with her. And she's getting into her her Tahoe and she's getting ready to load Kindle up. And this guy, like four lanes over, makes eye contact with her and straight up looks straight at her and starts walking straight towards her. And Lana's like, crap. And she had her pistol on her. And so she had her pistol in her purse. She put her hand and pulled her glock. She didn't expose it, but she had it pulled slightly out. This guy walks right up to her. Lana puts her hand up. She says, Sir, you need to stop. He goes, Oh, no, ma'am. I need to talk to you. Are you a Christian? And Lana goes, yes, of course I am. And he goes, oh, well, have you accepted Christ into your heart? I need to talk to you about Christ. And she goes, that's the second time you just asked me a question back to back. I already answered your first question. I do not feel comfortable. You need to back away from me right now. And he goes, oh, oh okay, and turns around and runs off. And I told Lana, and she handed it exactly the way I've taught her to handle it. Didn't expose her firearm, but that pistol was on deck ready to engage in the event that she had to use it. That is a very, very common thing that people will do that are trying to either attack you, grab you, rob you, shoot you, gut you, take your car, take your child. They ask you a question. They walk up to you and they say, hey, uh, can I ask you a question real quick? Is there any way I can get a couple dollars? Or, hey, do you know where this is happening over here? Two reasons they do it. A – it distracts you and gets you off your toes because now you're thinking about the question they asked you. B, you're no longer focused on your surroundings because now mm-hmm. you're looking at them trying to think about the question they asked you. It gives them perfect opportunity for somebody to flank you. Secondly on that as well, it allows them to do exactly what he did is ask another question, which allows them to take another step forward and close the gap. If they can't get close to you the first time they'll ask you another question that again distracts you while you're thinking about the question mentally they have another step in and they get closer and closer to you and they close the distance then it makes it very difficult to draw your firearm because they're already on top of you if they lunge or if they have a knife very very important you keep distance with situations like that the first thing i always learn in gunfight training the first class i ever took when i was super young you always – if you feel uncomfortable, you feel somebody walking up towards you, if you have the ability to do it before it escalates – this is always de-escalation. This is hoping it doesn't go you know, to, to the firearm – is you basically put your hand up, and you give a verbal command like stop or no. At that point, what happens is you make a very loud verbal command. You have now taken authority of the situation the best you can. You've also put in your hand up. That gives you a space to put up and saying no, stop. Now they physically know you are engaging them. They physically know they no longer have the upper hand. The second thing at that time you can do when you say that, you make it loud. You make it apparent. You make sure everybody hears you if you're in an area like a parking lot. Now the first thing somebody hears if they're in a the surrounding area is stop. I just heard this lady yell, stop. So now what happens is if they come towards you, now you have witnesses and you have made it known to them and everyone else. You've given them a very direct verbal command to stop. Do not come anywhere near me. So if you do have to use that defensive measure that you have on you, you have now made it very clear from a legal standpoint that you tried to de-escalate the situation the best you can. That's just a few tips because this is how a lot of times women get mugged or they get carjacked or they get their child stolen from them because it is very easy. To distract moms that are out in parking lots with their children. Very easy. And there's a huge, huge problem that we have in Florida with child trafficking, especially. That's right. I I don't like talking about it. It's a bad topic for me. But it is a very, very bad problem in Florida. And the Port of Tampa is extremely known for it. It happens a lot out there. And especially when you got a little girl. Or little boy with you, and you're walking around. Be very, very, very vigilant on who's around you and your surroundings are around you when you're out and about in public, because it is going to get worse. The more desperate people become, and the more the more uh, exposed people are as far as out in public and with stuff going on and people being aggressive and violent. Just thought I would make sure I added that back in there, Dad. What do you think?
1: Well, yeah, I want to say one other thing too. I mean, this could have been a you know a street evangelist coming up and talking to Lana. Uh, if you're a street evangelist, stop it. Don't walk up to single women or married. Absolutely women or women. not. Just don't do it. Just, just don't be a jerk. All right. Don't be a. Don't be a. Well, I say a bad word, but don't be that guy. All right. Go talk to another guy. Okay? And make sure you stay 10 or 15 feet away from the other guy, too, because he may shoot you. All right. Just be very, very careful if you're out there on the street working and talking to people about Jesus. And there's nothing wrong with doing that, but you've got to be respectful of people's bubble you can't walk into somebody's bubble and expect not to get a defensive posturing especially if people are basically prepared and they, they're carrying a weapon so you get yourself shot especially in the state of florida where we have our standard ground laws don't walk up to women with children and start talking to them just don't do that if, if you walk up to a man and you start talking to him i had the same thing happen to me a few years ago with a doggone uh guy at one of the malls in orlando he, he was he walked up behind me and i, and I cannot believe i allowed myself to have this happen to me sharon was with me this was years ago and we were driving a four-door sedan and he walked up got, i mean he was like four feet behind me when i turned around and my hand immediately went in my pocket i said stop step away from me i don't know who you are and he stopped but i let him get too close and i and from that and i told sharon i said i'm so sorry i said i allowed this guy to get on us and i said and he wanted me to give him a ride in my car i'd never even met the guy before so total stranger and the, the answer is absolutely not but but the point is be careful in parking lots. Oh, gosh, I don't even know how to say that any more clearly than that. Don't allow yourself to become a victim. If you're a lady and you don't feel comfortable walking out in the parking lot at night, which you shouldn't, and I'm not trying to be sexist here, get the security guy from the mall to walk you to your car or at least find a family unit, you know, a man and a woman and kids or whatever, walking to their car and say, can you take me to my car real quick? Do something like that. Guys, it's so important that you think through these situations. There's a lot of bad people out there. Now, whether this guy was really just a street evangelist trying to find out if you know Lana had known Jesus or whether he was a complete weirdo trying to find somebody they could abduct a child from and he had other friends waiting in the bushes. I don't know, but the point is think through what you're doing and use some discernment and don't be putting women that are single or with children in a spot where – they may have to feel as though they may have to pull a pistol on you or, or basically call, start screaming. I mean, just it's not okay to act like that, guys. It's really, really important that we understand that. I knew there was a pastor over there in Tampa. The guy ended up being a whack-bag weirdo. So I don't even associate with him anymore. He was always training people to go up to people, you know, and you know, and you know, and, and talk to them about Christ. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you're in a mall situation and you're in a mall and you're talking to people and you're not isolated in a parking lot or whatever, but still, men should leave women with their children alone. You know, mama bears get mad. They get really mad, and when they get really really mad, they can they can come at you pretty doggone quick. We need to understand that. Very, very important. Uh, by the way, uh, now they're saying that Tom Brady is looking bad. He's looking old, and now he's making excuses as to the Bucks' loss yesterday. I'm just going to stop for a second and mention this. Well, you know, when you're married to a witch, Tom Brady, and you know, and, and you're not saved, and you're not sanctified by the blood of the Lamb, and all of a sudden you and the witch get into a fight, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> She's a witch. So just, you know, you need to get yourself saved, learn who Jesus Christ is, clean up your act. And stop hanging out with weirdos. That would be, you know, the witch. And understand that we all, you know, fall short of the glory of God. And it doesn't matter if we're a top athlete or not. We all need Jesus. Really important to understand that. Very, very important. Also, Austin was talking about the problems associated with these vaccines. Not everybody comes down with autism that gets vaccinated. That's not true. It's about 1 in 30 now. <laughs> it's really ridiculously odd, but it's about, that's about what it is. But the sudden infant death rate is very real. Children just die, and usually that's within 48 to 72 hours after vaccines. I think it's 70% of the time. And that's a, I'm giving you a statistic there, and, and I'm not exactly 100% sure, but it's close. It's from a book called Confessions of a Medical Heretic by Dr. Mendelsohn, brilliant, brilliant Jewish doctor. And he also wrote another book called How to Raise a Healthy Child in Spite of Your Pediatrician. And Dr. Mendelssohn was also a pediatrician, very important. But these, these, these vaccines, because of the mercury toxicity and all the other stuff that's in them, and the aluminum toxicity and the adjuvants can lead to autism. They can lead to heavy metal toxicity. They can lead to learning disabilities. They can lead to IQ drops, and they can lead to neurological damages. So be really, really careful with that and just be careful with what you do, you know, with your children. Just it's like Austin said, you don't have to vaccinate them right now when they're six months old. You don't have to do that. You could, if they're, they're going to school, if they're going to go to school at five and they want to get vaccinated at five and you don't want to get a religious exemption, why don't you just wait till five? If you're going to do all that to them. But I suggest you don't ever do that to them. The one vaccine that Austin did get was that tetanus shot. That's because Austin wanted to go to camp. And I told him he, they said he could not go without that shot. And I told him he wasn't going to go. Well, also got really upset, started you know, pitching a little 12-year-old fit. Mom and Sharon got upset. Everybody got upset. Finally, I said, you know, you, you guys do what you want to do, but I'm not involved in this decision because I'm against it. See, all of these things happen to us as we get older, and we have to make these decisions as we're raising children. It's better to make that decision before that child is asked to do that. It's better to sit down in a reasonable fashion and discuss the vaccinations before you're forced to do it. It's better to discuss vaccinations before you get pregnant. That's right. And it's better to discuss vaccinations before you deliver the baby. Don't allow that decision to be forced upon you after that baby gets born, like that lady who was required to take a PCR test and not hold her baby and all the other crazy stuff and wear masks during labor. That's so stupid. By the way, Kanye West is railing it. This, he's so funny. He's, he's about to get himself you know, blacklisted by everybody. Uh, and it's not because he's you know, not telling the truth. He's just basically just going out here saying a bunch of stuff. He goes, Kanye rests. Kanye rails at the Jewish media after claiming George Floyd died of a fentanyl overdose. And, uh, you know, and, and, and it's interesting to me because, you know, he's now being just picked on and picked on and picked on and picked on. And then it goes on this article to say, this is from Drudge, by the way. It says, so aside from running with the stereotype that Jews control the media, West was complaining about how J.P. Morgan Chase shut down his bank account over the course of his controversy, how his canceled episode on the shop, and also about the blowback Owens has been getting because of her continued affiliation with him. So we've got all of this stuff that is happening all around us right now. Another one, a Christian childcare teacher who refused to read LGBT books to children is now suing after being fired, and it's blatantly illegal what's happened. Guys, if you're a Christian, stand your ground. They tell you to read a doggone transgender book to little children. You might probably want to to do a hard no on that one. That's what I would do. I love you guys. I appreciate you. I haven't had a chance to pray for you yet this morning, but I'll pray for you in just a few minutes. Austin, go ahead and finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. God bless.
0: Yes, absolutely, my friends, and that's why it's so important to continue to get the truth out there and maintain your own health and maintain your own mental health as well. As all those weird things continually happen, you have to know who you are in Christ, and you have to maintain that peace. That's the only thing that gets everybody through it, and also, too, when you know you're ready, you know you're prepared, you know the best possible ability that you can handle it, anything that comes your way the best you can. It also is a much more peaceful feeling as well. I told you before when we had that big hurricane coming, I was like, well, looked at it, evaluated it, know what I need, what I have on deck, and, you know, gonna monitor it throughout the night, make sure the kids are safe, and that's it. I'm going to sit around for weeks on end and go, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. So I've told people before. Same thing. That's why I put the food buckets on. sales, so i got a lot of people wanting to order more on those. They're like, man, you know, we're trying to get some. I said, okay. I said, well, let me do a big sale on inventory around. I said, pretty much just get them out there to everybody. So at least people can have this stuff because I mean, having a nice couple extra cans of organic food sitting on the shelf in the back room, it's a good feeling. You know, power goes out, boil some water with your propane or with a kitchen stove or whatever you have. easy. I mean, I got extra uh, stoves. Someone was asking about that the other day. Is They were like, well, what do you do if the power's out? I'm like, well, I have a generator. If the generator goes out, I can still ignite my pilot light with a match with my propane. If my propane goes out, I've got actually two separate different uh, little floor campfire stoves. You put them right in, got these little burners that go in them. I have the propane ones, and I have the little fire starter log ones. I mean, you can cook for hours and hours and hours on these things. And uh, so then I got a couple extra pots that I use, and then I also have stored water. So i got these backup pots that I use for camping. I've got multiple backup stove things that I have for camping. I said, And then, you know, I've had multiple, multiple jugs of water stored up in my storage area, and I cycle through them. I told you guys how I do that. That way, you know, you have an extra 20, 30 gallons of water on hand. And worst case scenario, if I still need more water, then I'll take one of my, you know, uh, gravity filters, and pour water through that, from, you know, from the lake or the pool or wherever I need water from always back always backup ways to do things. You just have to look and think outside the box. So be sure if you need anything, healthmasters.com, the two-pack special on the food buckets. Also, I still got the Advanced Joint Therapeutic Kit. That will be on sale for probably another day or two with the joint rebuilding, joint relief, and the hyaluronic acid completely free. Check that out at healthmasters.com. Y'all have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Hope you enjoyed today's show. Kind of been all over the place, but definitely a lot of stuff happening that I want to talk about. Y'all have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.